Welcome back to Greeting Card Guru Daily Delivery, offering you tips, tricks, and ideas to grow your greeting card business. I'm your host, Jessica Walker, and today we are just, we finished Mother's Day card season. We finished Valentine's card season, and for the next few months, we have Father's Day, but there's not a whole lot of major greeting card holidays to prep for. So I think this is a good opportunity to go back to the basics and the foundations and the systems in our business to really gear up and make the most of this year's holiday Christmas season. And also get back to our designs of the everyday cards, the birthday, thank you, um, engagement, things that happen all year round, because I feel like it's just been back to back to back, um, big greeting card holidays. And now we're in kind of a reprieve, which is really exciting and can be a really good growth opportunity for our businesses. So I actually made a video about this that um, some of you have probably seen, but I decided to make a podcast episode about it because I got a lot of good feedback and I heard it was helpful. So I came up with this um, list, I guess in February, and I was thinking back to what were the things in my business that moved the needle the most. Like there's like a trillion things we can do to try to get more sales and get more traffic and convert better and like grow our the way we design. There's like so many things that we can be sending our energy towards Pinterest, Instagram, Etsy, personal websites, different types of printers. And I was trying to think like, what are the main things that have really made a difference in the growth of my business? And I came up with these three things. Um, and I really do think that when you boil it down, if you can get a handle on these three things and focus on them, especially in, the, in this new season of like maybe a little lighter holiday card situation, um, I think this will be really beneficial and will help you thrive later in the year when greeting card season really gears back up. And that is what I'm about to talk about. So these are the things that I think took me from zero sales um, a little over two years ago to full-time. And I, I have mentioned this before, but I was able to um, run my business full-time in about six months after I started, after I opened my shop. And that is the zero beginning is absolutely zero. It's from idea <laughs> to full-time was about six months. And I... Um, I didn't have a lot of people to follow during this time. Like I didn't have people to ask questions to, um, or like mentors. Cause I was totally new to entrepreneurship. So I don't know. I think this, this was pretty quick, but I do think there were so many things that I wish I had done differently. Um, and I'm hoping that this list helps you avoid some of those things that I probably could have done without and uh, just helps you focus and be essential in your growth this season. So the first thing I've talked about a lot, um, but I just think it is so important is find your niche. I do talk about this all the time, but I think it's absolutely the first place to start when you're establishing your business within the greeting card world. The greeting card 
ocean is large, but there is room for everyone. I I absolutely believe that. And by niching down, it helps you rise to the top and be found by your ideal customer. So to find your niche, I think the best place to start is just looking objectively at your business and at your greeting cards and ask yourself, what is unique about your business? Is it your humor? Is it your artistic style? Is it the way you design? What is special or different about what you're doing? And you may think like, there is nothing special about what I'm doing. I'm making birthday cards. I'm making greeting cards. I'm, I'm making holiday cards. Like there is, you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't think that there was something special about what you're doing, something that you want to share with the world. Maybe it's something that you haven't really, um, divin dove, (laughs) you haven't dived into, but you know, is the direction you want to go with your greeting cards. So maybe it's not your niche yet, but it's just an idea you have, um, that you can really double down on and make your thing. And I feel like the caveat I need to say is that it doesn't mean choosing your niche doesn't mean that you need to always and forever be only one thing. Like, I feel like people think that you're limiting yourself when you're choosing a niche, but it's completely the opposite. Um, But choosing your niche means that you can grow and change and develop. But at the beginning, that is why it's so important. Spreading yourself thin at the beginning will keep you from gaining the necessary traction that you need to then make space for that growth and exploration. I do think that if you find your niche, you have a much better chance of your cards being noticed. You have a much better chance of finding your audience. And then once you're established and once money's coming in, you're feeling more secure in what you're doing you can have the space financially and time-wise and audience-wise to then branch out and potentially be more creative with the style of card or the way you I have changed my greeting card style a lot, actually. But my niche of veteran company specifically is still forever and always, at least at this point, um, cards for the cancer community and humor. Humor is very much my niche, um, or an aspect of my niche. But like within that, I've absolutely changed my design style a lot of times. So it doesn't have to be your design style. It can be a broader umbrella. That's your niche. And you can work in within that, but finding your footing through your niche and then staying on that path as it serves you. And then veering off and changing as you grow, I think is a great place to start. Number two, I started intentionally asking myself this question early last year, and it drastically improved the way my business works behind the scenes. It's created time and space where there was once none. And if you stick to this question and apply it to everything you do, you will thank yourself. And I am just so grateful that I started (laughs) asking myself this. And now the question is, how can I make this simpler? How can I make this simpler? I started my business to create a spacious and abundant life for myself and my family. I did not start it to put difficult, complicated, and resistant systems in place that I have to work through every single day. You are not going to achieve ease, which we all have different business goals. Maybe you want to live in that hustle. That's just not what I want my business to look like. I want to have spaciousness and ease, and you're not going to achieve ease by 
you will achieve ease by working with ease from the start. You won't achieve ease by working with difficult processes and systems and then one day pop out and be like, oh, my life is so easy. You have to start now. So look at every single step of your business, your design process, how you organize your ideas, your printing process, your online sales platform, your payment methods, your shipping methods, your invoicing, your card making process, and ask yourself in each single step, how can I make this simpler? I did this in a massive way at the beginning of last year where I really leaned down my expenses and found there was like so many things that I was doing so complicated that was unnecessary and it ended up being an amazing thing for my business, this major overhaul. But I now do this sort of business inventory of sorts, not inventory like counting cards, but inventory of like what I'm doing every few months using this idea. And there, even though I did that major overhaul of making everything simpler, there's always a way to make something more simple, less time consuming, more streamlined. And once you've simplified, you can keep going deeper. Just keep asking yourself, how can I make this simpler? How can I make this simpler? And you may be feeling like, as I'm saying this, that my systems are working really well. Maybe you're like, the systems I have in place are going great. And that is awesome. But it's that having that forward thinking. So if your goal is to v- develop a healthy, thriving business that grows and grows and grows, you're going to want to have the simplest and most effective systems in place today so that you avoid growing pains. So it's all about taking care of your future self and just making your life easier for your future self. You may be thinking that 20 minutes to make each card isn't too much of an imposition if you're selling an average of like 20 cards a week. But what if next week your following grows and you start selling 200 cards per week? Then that 20 minutes of card making suddenly takes up a whole lot more of your life. So The idea is to start simple, to grow simple. And this question also makes your business leaner financially. There were so many random things that I was spending money on that after simplifying, I realized I was like doing things kind of twice in a way. And I really only needed to do this one thing. Um, And it, it took time. Like it took time to put these systems in place, these new, simpler, more streamlined systems. But I was spending money on things that were irrelevant and asking myself, how can I make this simpler? overall lowered my monthly expenses by a lot. Simplifying every step of your business will save you so much time, money, energy, headaches that, so actually do this, actually make this list and choose a few to simplify today. The third thing that I think is the most major, the most, I don't know the right way to say this, the most important aspect of my business foundations that led to me being able to be full-time so soon was planning. And I kind of did this both ways. I did dive into it head first. Like as soon as I had the idea, I did it. There was no like tiptoeing around. I was like, I want to run my own business and I'm going to learn every single thing that I can. So it was kind of like a deep dive, but there's like a, I feel like there's a saying that's like, if I I'm going to butcher this. It's probably a famous saying, but it's like where if I'm asked to cut down a tree in six hours, I'll spend four hours sharpening the ax. 
So it's like, instead of just going at it and chopping and chopping and chopping, you like really plan and hone and cultivate the systems and just make it easier on yourself by planning. And I think this is so important. There, When you start your business, there feels like there's like 10,000 shoulds that you should be doing. It feels like you should be hustling in like a million directions. And planning helps you take your huge goal, which is uh, I just the, the whole idea of building a business. That's your big goal. And planning helps you break down what are the steps that I have to take to get to this big goal. And then once you have that list of X things, breaking down each one of those and saying, how do I, what do I have to do to achieve this smaller goal? Then the thing that I think is so um, specifically important with planning is that you should make your goals not only, like you should be able to write down like exactly what they are, be very specific about your goals, but make them measurable. So like know if you've done it or haven't done it. (laughs) So if that means like maybe if your idea is grow my following on Instagram or something, have a number. So you have something to work towards and you can know if I want to grow my Instagram by a hundred in a month, I know that each week I need to be finding 25 new followers And so then after a week, you know, if you're on track or not on track or if you need to tweak and not tweak. So these planning, these measurable, attainable, small goals that puzzle piece together to create your larger goal are going to keep you from just spending just energy in a direction that you may like kind of like wake up out of it a month or two later and be like, this got me nowhere. And what was I doing? Like, how did I get here? I need, if you have these plans in place and you check in with them every week, every day, every, every month and zoom in and zoom out and just check in on these things. It will make your growth so much faster and more streamlined. And you'll also just have a better idea of if you're succeeding in the direction you want, because you've set these measurable goals as well. So, you know, like I'm exactly where I wanted to be in quarter two, or maybe I'm not, but you know what? I did this and in doing that, I learned something. So it's okay. So even if it doesn't go exactly like you planned, you know, you're still on track overall. So those are my three things that took me from zero sales to full-time and changed my business the most. And they are one, find your niche two, ask yourself, how can I make this simpler and three plan before you run. So I hope that these were tips were helpful and I'm over on Instagram this week. Um, I was a little bit absent last week, uh, just cause we were doing some health stuff with my husband. And this week I am talking all about birthday cards and I would love if you would tag me in your birthday card so I could share them in my stories, just tag at greeting card guru. Um, so I can see everything you're working on and Um, just always tag me in the new cards that you post because I do a feature Friday every Friday, um, sharing cards from the community that I, I, that stand out to me each week. So remember to tag me. You can also use the hashtag, hashtag greeting card guru, um, hashtag your greeting card guru. (laughs) I think I said both of those wrong. Tag me at your greeting card guru, hashtag your greeting card guru. I will tag these both in the show notes because I just butchered that, but, um, 
that is our show today. So I hope that you learned something and are inspired and start using this time to plan and grow and take your business to the next level. I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.